On today's episode, we are going to take a look at two growth stocks. Right now, I am trying to search for new companies to invest in. So I'm using a screener right now to find companies that have future potential in analyst expectations for revenue growth and also ones that have a strong current balance sheet. So the two we're going to take a look at today is Trade Desk and Digital Turbine. So Trade Desk might be known to a lot of people, but I think Digital Turbine is such a small company that it might be under the radar for a lot of people. So I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. All right, so the first business we're going to take a look at is the Trade Desk. We're going to take a look at the price performance. After that, we're going to take a look at the expected growth. We're going to take a look at what they do, financial history, and just some recent articles for the business. And we're going to do this for both Trade Desk and Digital Turbine. All right, so first, let's take a look at the price performance. We'll take a look from February 20th. Trade Desk has actually gone up about 31% from February 20th. And that's the date I choose because that's when the market pretty much started tanking. The market cap for Trade Desk right now is about 19 billion. And before we go any further, guys, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, the thumbs up and the bell. It helps the small channel out so much. And I truly, truly appreciate the support. If you guys ever want to get in contact with me, YouTube comments is a good place. But also, I'm very active on Twitter and on the Discord channel, which is free to all my viewers. Feel free to come in. There's a lot of great investors there that are just discussing ideas. Also, let me know on the comments below what video do you guys want me to do tomorrow there right now? There's not any strong earnings. Usually I do earnings, but. But if you guys want me to do an in-depth video, I, I was thinking maybe of NVIDIA, maybe I'll do a full in-depth video of NVIDIA. There's, I can also do two more growth companies, just like what I'm going to do today, or maybe the top cloud stocks that I'm invested in right now. So let me know in the comments below which one you guys want me to do next. All right, now that we took a look at Trade Desk price per, stock price performance, let's take a look at the forecasted annual earnings growth and forecasted annual revenue growth. So the number I'm going to give you right now is the annual growth number for the next three to five years. So for the next three to five years, Trade Desk is expected to grow an average of 22.3% in revenue per year for the next three to five years where the industry trade desk is in is only expected to grow 12.4 percent per year for the next three to five years and the market is expected to grow 9.1 percent now we so we can see in revenue rev trade desk revenue is expected to grow at a faster rate than the industry and way above the market's expected growth all right next let's take a look at forecasted annual earnings growth remember this is the the annual growth for the next three to five years so the company is expected to grow 33.7 percent the overall industry is expected to grow 17.2 percent and the market is expected to grow 22.6 percent so we can see trade desk is expected to beat the market in the and the industry in both annual earnings growth and annual revenue growth for the next three to five years and by a long shot in both of them all right so next let's take a look at what the trade desk um, does and the best place to do that is obviously the company website you can see everything from the, the about us and you can even check the product section to see what type of services they provide so right here i have it highlighted the trade desk empowers buyers at the campaign level with the most expressive bid cap capabilities in market full funnel attribution and detailed reporting that gives you more insight into your audience 
audience from initial impression to conversion by maintaining a pure buy side focus. The trade desk delivers on branding and performance for clients worldwide. So the trade desk is pretty much this huge advertisement business but it's the way they provide the advertisement business that makes them different from other competitors. They say that they are one of the most in-depth in the information they provide and just the services they provide as well. So if you go to the products, they do more, um, they do multi-channel type of advertisement. They do connected TV advertisement, they do audio advertisement, mobile advertisement, native advertisement, and video advertisement. So let's say you're listening to music and right after the music, that advertisement that plays that plays after you're listening to that selected song or that selected t- um, genre of music, the trade desk helps the the advertiser make sure to target you based on what you listen. So like I mentioned, right, they do omni-channel targeting. So they do from TV to audio to mobile to native to video. They also do data management platform, which gains insight about the audience with lookalike modeling. So let's say let's say you want to advertise let's say you're a big company and you want to advertise something and this might be the first time you advertise with you're advertising this product the um, trade desk has some form of of other products that might be similar to yours to help you develop the correct the correct type of audience that you want to look for Again, another thing they mention is they're really big with the the amount of information they provide to the advertisers. And right, I think this is actually a pretty cool business, especially because right right now, the main way of advertisement was through commercials, TV commercials, but a lot of people are no longer watching TV. We're streaming shows, we're listening to podcasts, we're listening to music, we're using mobile, we're using our phones on a daily basis. So now the advertisements need to hit us and these and these products that we're using and these channels that we're using to collect our information. So I, I do think this is a great product that they have. I'm not sure how bullish I am at the moment, but let's continue to find out to see more about this company. So next, let's take a look at revenue growth for TradeDesk. Revenue growth in 2019 was 38.5%. In 2018, it was 54.86%. And in 27, it was 51.9%. So close to 52%. So we can see in the past three years, TradeDesk has shown strong revenue growth with over double digits, close to 40 to 50% every year. And right on average for the next three to five years, this company is expected to grow. What did we mention? It's expected to grow 22% on average for the next three to five years. All right, so next let's take a look at their gross margins. And typically when they are a huge growth revenue like we, we see here, we expect the gross margins to usually be low and profit margins and gross margins to be low and improve over time. But gross margins for... Um, for trade desk are about a hundred percent so they don't really spend any money it seems to producing the product right this is a software company and they don't really need to create anything so i can understand why gross margins are a hundred percent the one that is really important is profit margins profit margins for 2019 were 16.4 percent for 2018 was 18.5 and for 2017 was 16.5 so it does seem like profit margins has not seen a growth throughout the past three years so it seems like as as revenue continues to grow they're not really going to see much of a change in their margins that's okay right because this company is already making money a 16.4 percent is not bad now let's take a look at trade desk balance sheet and this is very important 
um you want to make sure when investing in a revenue company this is how i when i invest in a heavy growth company i want to make sure that they have a strong balance sheet because normally they don't have they don't have uh as profitable margins at the moment trade desk is a bit different it is a heavy revenue grower but is already making money for investors so that's a great a great thing this shows that trade desk has 350 million dollars in non-current debt and it has 22 million dollars in current debt so in total trade desk has about 360 somewhere around 370 million dollars in debt this company has about 325 million dollars in cash and 120 million in current investments so that's about 450 million dollars in cash which is more than enough to pay off its total debt so that's a good thing this is definitely a strong strong balance sheet for trade desk next i wanted to take a look at who are the top shareholders for trade desk and this is actually something i really really like to see the number one top owner of this company uh, um and this is something I really like to see. The number one top shareholder for Trade Desk is Jeffrey Green, and he is the CEO and the founder of Trade Desk. So when you have someone like that still holding a huge portion of of the of the of the portfolio of the company, I I I find that as a bullish scenario, and I just wanted to to let that be known. The rest are pretty much just investment groups. The second is actually the Vanguard group. So Jeffrey even has more than the Vanguard group. All right, so now let's take a quick look at their most recent earnings. So quarter one, their most recent earnings, the only one, I, the only really thing I want to take a look at is their most recent revenue was up 32% compared to the same time last year, which is pretty in line with what we have seen in the past revenue growth. And it's also above what the average revenue growth is expected for the next year for Trade Desk. So remember how when we were talking about what Trade Desk does, we mentioned some of the products they do, where they do advertisement in mobile, in TVs, in audio. Right here, they kind of broken down the overall revenue growth they experienced in those platforms. In total mobile, which includes in-application, video, and web, it grew 38% compared to the same time last year. Their biggest growth there came from mobile video, which grew about 74%. Then in TV, connected TV, they grew 100% compared to the same time last year. And in audio, they grew about 60% compared to the same time last year. Another thing they mentioned is the customer retention rate is remains over 95%. And that's actually pretty strong. And it has been throughout the past five years, that retention rate seems to be around the high 90 percentage. That's actually really strong if the trade desk is able to keep all those customers is just going to continue to build up its revenue machine in the most recent earnings they did mention that they partner with some with some great with some great companies in asia for example they partner with tiktok so now using trade desk you can use trade desk to put your advertisements in tiktok depending on on what you want to show right they've also they've also partnered with samba tv which is the leading provider of consumers cross screen televisions in australia so i think that's actually pretty smart how they are, are expanding internationally all right so next let's take a look at trade desk valuation right so right now here we have two things the forward pe ratio and the forward price to sales ratio for for trade desk this is more of a growth stock 
So I would be more comfortable valuing it basis on the forward price to sales ratio because a forward PE ratio wouldn't make sense and would just give some crazy, crazy valuation. So forward price to sales ratio for Trade Desk is 19.7 for two years from now. 19.7 might be a little bit high, but let's think about what we're buying, right? We're buying a company that has strong revenue growth, right? We're seeing 50%, close to 50% for the past three years. We're seeing Trade Desk have enough cash to pretty much pay off its total debt we're seeing um one that has positive profitable margins and still growing right if you have profitable margins right now and you're continuing to grow that money is going to come even larger at, at, in the future right because you're already profitable so that's another good thing and the final bullish thing that i i, I find about trade desk is that the ceo is and the founder is still the top holder of, of this company and i think that's actually pretty impressive and it says a lot but right now, I might not be that bullish in the overall market of things right now. I do think advertisement in in right in the audio in, in applications is very important. But I, I I feel for me, right, just for me, there might be some other products some other market like you know if you guys have been watching my channel i'm very bullish in esports i'm very bullish in cloud i'm very bullish in certain technology in certain components of technology that deal with those sectors i don't i i i'm not saying that this market that trade desk is in is a bad market i'm just a bit more bullish in those other markets right now so based on this valuation i wouldn't sell any of my positions to enter in this but if i did want to diversify my portfolio i do think trade desk would be one like i said right this advertisement business is one that i i am bullish on but not one that i'm more bullish in my other compared to my other positions all right so the second business we're going to take a look at is digital turbine and this is also one that deals with with advertisements similar to the trade desk but this one is a lot smaller than the trade desk and maybe for obvious reasons right this is probably it's nowhere near the league that trade desk is in but let's take a closer look so right now the market cap for for um for apps the ticker is apps for the podcast listeners and for trade desk the ticker is ttd so apps right now digital turbine has a market cap of about one billion dollars and since february 20th this company has actually gone up a nice amount it has gone up 63 percent so what has driven that type of growth for digital turbine and that's what we're going to find out so first let's take a look at the expected revenue growth so for the next three to five years revenue for for turbines is expected to go 21 percent on average and that beats the market which is 9.1 percent and that beats the industry which is 12.4 percent i actually does it actually trade desk actually has higher revenue expectations than digital turbine which i find actually pretty interesting normally you find the business with smaller market cap to have a higher chance of growing faster in revenue Next, if we take a look at earnings growth, earnings growth for the next five years is expected to be 27.3% on annual basis, where the market is 22.6 and the industry is 17.2. Again, Trade Desk actually beats Digital Turbine in, in this as well, in both earnings and expected revenue growth for the next three to five years. 
So now let's find out what digital turbine and how it differs from the trade desk. Normally, instead, we know where in trade desk you work with certain platforms. With digital turbine, you actually work with the OEM, and that's probably the best way to explain it, right? So you know how we were talking about Trade Desk. With Trade Desk, they partner with TikTok, for example, an application already. They 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 partnered with that other with that other TV application already. Here, you don't go through the application. You actually you actually work with the true OEM company. So let's say Samsung, right? Samsung has plenty of TVs. Samsung has plenty of phones. Verizon is another one of their customers. So with Verizon, who has, again, a lot of phones, they do a lot of, of operations for phones. They have AT&T, which again is phone providers, TV providers. So Digital Turnbine helps you work directly with the OEM. So instead, let's say you want to have a game and you don't want to advertise that game in an application. Instead, for example, when you in, when you turn on your TV, some of those games are pre-installed already. So that's what Digital Turbine is doing. It's working to have some pre-installed games, some pre-installed applications already in when you turn on your TV, when you turn on your phone, when you turn on your device. And then there might be OEM specified applications, right? Samsung might have an application itself and you might see advertisement there as well. So that's pretty much where Digital Turnbike comes in and how it works. I, I, I actually like this one a lot better because I, I think more people want to be in the front run of things when items get, when you, for example, when you pick up a TV, the first few applications that you have there, most of the time you're not gonna uninstall them because you believe those are the applications that are needed on your TV. Those are the applications that are needed on your phone. Again, this is just my opinion and I do fancy Digital Turnbine a bit more for that reason. So if you go, if you click here on their, on, on their different types of products, they actually tell you what they do, right? They have different types. For example, in the home screen, they can put stuff in the web portal, in the discovery toolbar, they have a minus one screen on notifications. You might get some notifications on, on some games you might install or some top applications. That's where Digital Turnbine comes in. They are the people that annoy you when you're trying, when you're looking at, when you think you got a text from your friend. No, you didn't get a text from your friend. You got a notification from one of these applications telling you to download their game. They have different stuff like turnkey solution. This one is patent and it's one they talk about. It's called single tap installs where you can just, again, simply, simply just with a single tap install the application. And they do, they also do a form of media management to kind of see some form of reporting. But I do think the trade desk right here, if we take a look at mobile advertisement, they do, they have the similar types of products here. And they do mention that right now the trade desk, Rubicon, PubMatic, OpenX are actually customers of Digital Turnbine in some way or another. And I actually find that um, pretty cool to know that uh, big companies like that are actually using Digital Turbine. Again, Digital Turbine is much smaller than the uh, than Trade Desk that we saw, but it, it, it is pretty cool. Here they talk about, they have some case studies. Again, one of the great places to go to learn more about a company is just taking a look at their website and just taking a look about us. Here, if we take a look at Jam City, um, Jam City is a is a gaming a gaming software company, and they talk about how they they helped out Jam City. So they did by native app preloads. So native app preloads are a form of unique paid media where applications are seamlessly and dynamically delivered to new Android devices at the time of activations because brands are able to preload their applications 
on the targeted new device, there is a stronger likelihood that the application will be discovered, clicked on, and used at a much higher rate than other forms of paid media. And this, like I mentioned, right, I, this is why I'm a little bit more bullish uh, on this market opposed to Trade Desk. Again, Trade Desk is a monster in itself that we have seen, but I I, I am personally liking Digital Turbine a, a bit more. All right, so now let's take a quick look at some of the financials and some of the articles that are going around on Digital Turbine. The first thing, their most recent earnings were, were on June 2nd. They reported a 45% jump in revenue. That's only 39.4 million for the quarter. Again, we can see this is a very, very small, small company, but a um 45% growth is pretty good right on average it seems like this like digital turbine is going to make a little bit less than 200 million dollars a year the second thing that i thought was pretty interesting about them is that it last year last year let me say this last year Verizon and AT&T were over 85% of of their revenue right now for this year it dropped down to 67 percent and that's to me a very very bullish thing the first thing is i don't like to see that two customers are such a huge portion of their revenue but what i do like to see is that the dependency of that of those com of those customers has gone down right 85 percent last year and now they only account for 67 percent this year they added a new american mobile which is uh i think it's an international type carrier and now that reperfect that rep that carrier represents 11% of digital turbines revenue but this they are actually also doing strong acquisitions to really move their brand the company recently acquired mobile pose a mobile content discovery and advertisement platform so again this is what you like to see you like to see acquisitions that make sense and this to me is an acquisitions that actually actually that makes sense right it, it, it's a no-brainer the final thing i want to mention is revenue from international partners grew 80% in the quarter and now represent 20% of the application's business revenue compared to 9% last year. Digital Turbine was one of the best performing stocks in 2019. And if things can grow, I, I can see it being one of the best of 2020 as well. So now let's take a look at historical growth for, for um, Turbine. 20, in 2020, in the last year, in the most recent year, right, for the most recent earnings, they grew 33%. In 2019, they grew 38%. And in 2018, they grew 85%. So very strong growth. And I do believe we're going to continue to see that growth. One thing I did forget to mention, though, is they're only in Android devices. They're not in Apple devices right now. And I don't think they're going to. I think Apple has their own thing that you will never see them work with i wouldn't say never but the chances of them working with an apple product will be pretty low next let's take a look at their margins this is more like uh more like a, a growth company that we normally see first thing i'm seeing is profit margins have increased throughout the past three years this year they were profitable and they made 10 percent profit margins i'm also seeing an increase in gross margins gross margins this year were 38.7 percent compared to two years ago was 33.5 percent profit margins two years ago were seven were negative 70.7 percent so we are seeing that strong gross margin growth and that strong profit margin growth next let's take a look at their liability distribution and their asset distribution they have about 18 19 about 20 million dollars if we had the 18 million in non-current debt and about 1 million in current debt so they have close to 20 million dollars in total debt 
they do have about 21 billion 21 million dollars in cash so again not this might not be the strongest balance sheet ever but they have enough cash to pretty much pay off all their total debt which is a good thing for me i do wish that cash ratio was a little bit higher now let's take a look at their top shareholders unfortunately not like the trade desk their ceo or the founder is not a major a major top 10 holder they are some of the directors the ceo and director is actually the top one of the top 25 holders they owned 1.8 percent and then we also see the independent chairman of the board who is also a chairman of the board hold 1.04 percent so i think that is bullish but it's not as bullish as the trade desk all right so the final um before we take a look at valuation i want to take a look at their earnings call transcript i actually learned a lot about them reading their transcript and i highlighted the the question a few questions a question i found pretty interesting and the question that stood out to me pretty much says this something that stood out to me was the strength in your new devices added especially with some of the larger telephone companies in the united states talking about 30 percent declines on new ads so i was trying to understand a little maybe a little maybe how the breakouts between the u.s markets potential decline versus the growth international so right due to covid 19 there has been a decrease in mobile devices sales so this this um what do we call them not advisor this analyst that is dealing with this company wants to know how did they see a huge growth in new devices when the overall market is going down and bill stone which i think is the ceo mentioned this there's still a penetration story out there so given the fact that we only own 60 percent of the android devices here in the united states and only 10 to 15 percent in the global market even if devices slow down continues to decrease they're still going to see a growth in their business and i thought that was actually something important this is a very very bullish sentiment but even in the current environment the fact that we added 150 million devices for the physical year compared to the 100 million in the prior year show that their market is still growing at crazy levels and there is no show of slowdown right you you would expect 100 million devices last year and 150 million devices this year this is actually one that i'm going to keep an eye on and if i do have certain, certain money i do believe this might be a company um i might invest in let's just take a quick look at valuation so this company actually has a decent forward pe ratio for march 22nd they have a forward pe ratio of 25.65 for a growth company that's actually pretty impressive I, I i'm actually liking that a lot now if we take a look at forward price to sales ratio the forward price to sales ratio for apps is four it's about four compared to the trade desk which is what was it um what was it i think 20 yes which was 20 but again what are we seeing different here the trade desk is expected to grow at a higher at a higher revenue and earnings compared to apps so that's the first reason that trade desk is more expensive trade desk is more defined right they're, they're already more stable you could say they're already they've been positive for the past three years where digital um digital turbine has only been profitable for the last year so these are things when and the the balance sheet for trade desk is a lot better than that of digital turbine so that's the reason the trade desk is a bit more expensive when we take a look at the valuation right you always got to understand why one is worth a bit more than the other and it's just the overall state of the business the trade desk seems to 
the way analysts are expecting are, are seeing more growth there. But to be honest, I am liking the um, digital turbine a lot more. And this is one that I'm going to have um, definitely keep my eye on. And maybe when money comes in for me, this um, I, I invest every Friday. If the stock has not jumped up dramatically since then, uh, I, I, I'm still debating, but I'm going to sleep on it, on investing in this. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like always, make sure to subscribe, make sure to hit the thumbs up and the bell. It helps the small channel out so much. And I truly, truly appreciate the support. Take care, guys, and have a good night.